Welcome, welcome to Slinger Stone Podcast, where real conversation, worldly events, personal stories are all discussed between brothers from different walks. Nothing is off limits. My name is Jimmy, and in this podcast, I'll be chopping it up with some of the realest brothers I know. So sit back and enjoy. Let's go. Welcome to Slinging Stone. Dun, dun, dun. What's up? What it do? Que paso? Ah, we got Mexican Ron. <laughs> Juan. 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 La Juan. La Wanda. Juan Ford. La Wanda. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, man. Good. I feel good. I always do. When we sit on a podcast, I'm ready, bro. I'm always feeling great. Yeah, we're all jacked up on coffee. We're good. You know, I, I forgot to mention, they sitting. you guys decided to sit me right in front of Ron. Yeah. What a horrible sight. Isn't so now I have to look at his ugly mug. <laughs> wow. Jimmy, Jimmy, wow. Jimmy, Jimmy. You forgive him? No, I don't forgive him because he's doing this on purpose and he's he a, always hurt my feelings. So you think that he's specifically trying to antagonize you? Absolutely. For the sense of hurting your feelings or for comedy effect? Oh, I'm hurt my feelings. <laughs> you need to stop playing victim. You need to stop. You're not good at that. Why? You're not good at playing victim. I'm not playing victim. I'm you being play, honest, bro. No, you're playing victim. How? You're playing victim. All right, now. <laughs> Don't make me come across this table. <laughs> See? <laughs> what? It's an assault. I was going to lay hands on you. I got jujitsu man over here next to me, bro. He's ready to throw them hands. Man, karate and fool. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you guys remember Ninja in Training. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. Let's leave it at that. You a Ninja Turtle? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. If you were a Ninja Turtle, which <laughs> turtle would you be? Michelangelo. No. Who's the one with Leonardo. the... Leonardo. I'm going Donatello. No, who's the one with the Donatello. pizza and the size? Uh, Raphael. Raphael. I'd be Raphael. He no has way. some anger issues. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> that's Jimmy. Yeah, I'm Raphael. Yeah, he's always angry, bro. He's who's the guy that does all the surfing and the... Michelangelo. Yeah, that's got to be Ron. He's wearing the colors right now, <laughs> exactly. too. Orange. Look at that. The, the comedian. The jokes. Hey, there. Mario, don't put my business out. I didn't want these people to know what I'm wearing, okay? Don't do that. You, you, Mario's Leonardo. I want to be Master Ooh. Splinter. Be Splinter? Yeah, you rat. <laughs> you know, you know who Christian is. Oh, come yeah. on, Casey Jones. Ah, I I'll can take see that. that. Yeah, I can see that. with the hockey stick. Oh, a, minute, a minute, a minute ago, he was about to be like, oh, "Come on, man, you need to be me." Well, because I thought you guys were gonna go with like the the rhino or the boar, <laughs> rock steady, yeah, <laughs> rock steady and beat. <laughs> I can see Jimmy at Shredder too. Yeah, give me Shredder. Kick your butt. Yeah, he's the the brain. <laughs> A little. <laughs> Do you guys remember the okay. brain or the blob that's holding the brain? I'm going. I'm going somewhere with this. Do you guys remember that old uh, Ninja Turtle arcade game? Yes. Yes. Do you remember when arcades were so cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I used to spend so much time in arcades, bro. Jimmy, I, why are you looking at me like just blinking? You bring, he's bringing up like like we're ancient dinosaurs here. You remember the well, arcade? We are though. Arcade. We are though. You, you remember are. going to the wash house and getting as all those old quarters? As you feel, my brother. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm the youngest one on this uh, yeah, panel. It's right true, now. and he I'm remembers arcades. Of course, I didn't say I didn't remember, remember it. So you remember going to the wash house and getting all the quarters to play yes. the little video yes, game? Sir. Yes, sir. The laundromat. The laundromat. Yeah. yeah. The wash house. The wash house. That's what we called it. The wash house. <laughs> Sounds like a place that you go bathe. <laughs> oh my! You go bathe God. yourself. See, this is this is why. Is that like public showers? <laughs> See, this is why we ban white people. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this is why. It's Black Dang. History Month. It's it Black just, History Month, bro. That just turned into a race thing, man. Wash house. Uh, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds weird, though. Wash house. 
It does. Like, like, sounds like, like a Russian like bathhouse. Oh, see what I mean? It sounds like they have a big sink and they just put you in there. It's and the wash house. That's that's what I was told it was called, and that's what we sticking to. Faith <laughs> over fear. This is what we're gonna do today. Faith over fear. Right. Ron, explain to us, please. Faith over fear. For me, um, when we talk about this topic, it's more or less um, what's what's your driving force, right? Are you moving in faith or are you stagnant in fear? Hmm. Right? Because um, a lot of people are afraid of the unknown. Like there's there's, and when we talk about stuff like this, there there's such a calling on your life, and people are more more or less living in fear to really pursue that calling because of the unknown. Hmm. Right. And um just walking in faith has has been something that's really been tugging on my heart, man, for this past couple of years. It's just like, um, what am I really afraid of? Right? If the battle's already won, right? And Jesus really came down and he 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 did what he did for us. Like what am I really afraid of? Why not just submit to walking in this fear, getting in a place of, uh, I mean, not walking in fear, but walking in faith. faith. Like it's, it's so hard to get to a place to where faith is, is your everyday life. Like, because I I understand what being in fear and being in bondage and being afraid to move is, it's, it's so, it's so heavy, man. It's so hard, man, because it's, it will literally keep you in one place and i've i've been to a situation just like i don't want to i don't want to move because i don't know what's what else is out there but god is telling you like hey come on like i have to get you to move because when i get you to move there's so much more for you to grow on like for for you to even be better so yeah. it's just like like come get, check out the other side of the come mountain come check it out and yeah. it's just like when you start to really get in a a a state of faith bro you just worry less you just get into it like, God got it. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because, oh, I think this was a couple of weeks ago, Christian, you texted me. I'm like, um, my, I have a car trouble and oh, yeah, I was yeah, sick yeah. and all that. But at not one point was I and not in a state of faith. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work its way out. It'll be mm-hmm. fun. Victory's going to happen. Exactly. But the old me would have been stressing like, oh, man, how am I going to get this car fixed or um, like it was, it was, it would have been a, a totally different run. But now it's just like, all right, man, it's gonna happen, man. F F, God got me. I'm not even worried about it, man. I'm just gonna walk in faith. And literally from that point, everything just started to line up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I couldn't even make this stuff up. Like yeah. this is crazy. But it takes time to get into a place where you just faith. Like God, so do you, you feel it. like you can walk? You can be in faith and still at at some points have fear. Of, of movement, I believe so because yeah. I think it's it's a uh, you move from faith to faith. Yep. Mm. So different places and different times, different seasons in your life, you might not be completely where you're at, but you know it's 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 you have to have those baby steps of faith first yeah, before you build yeah. those big giant leaps of faith. Thanks. And yep. in those baby steps, there might be a little fear here and there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you speak fear, Ron, so fear of what, like? I'm gonna give you an example. My fear would be moving. Although I have faith, my fear would be letting someone down because I made a decision, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be my fear. Like, of course, it would have to be either like your kids or your wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I feel like that's the only people I can let down as far as what decisions I make in my life. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones I'd be indirectly affected yeah. by those types of. So if, when, we, when I speak fear, to me, that's the fear I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting yeah. is fear. Like okay, I'm in faith, right? But you know, um, I'm fear of if I leave my job and get this and that don't work out. That fell on my lap. But now my kids get affected by that because I'm providing for them, right? Mm-hmm. Or my wife because I'm providing for my wife, right? Mm-hmm. So that decision I made, the fear would be. So that's why I said, could you walk in faith and still have fear? Because I have faith, of course. I believe in my God strongly, but I still occasionally have fear of. of but the, those would be my fear. Yeah. I think, too, you also have to look at fear in, in a different way, too, because some fear. Some people experience fear and it paralyzes them, can't move forward. Yes. Right? But then some people experience fear and it motivates them. Mm-hmm. That's true. You uh, know? So. Where do you I, land? Huh? Where, where do you, do you feel like the fear motivates you? No, or do you man. have fear? Let me no. ask you that. Yeah, of course. Okay, so yeah, do you feel yeah. like that motivates you? No, fear, I, I'm, I'm not that guy. That's uh, okay. where fear can motivate me like that. Um, may it make me think about something and does maybe, it stagnate you like do you feel at times yeah, yeah. it can oh. but it, it's one of those things where um you have to get past it like there that's a hill that you have to climb over okay so there's this moment of fear of to where you're like okay i'm in this moment and then you realize you know that the creator's on your side and you overpass but sometimes it takes one foot in front of the other in order to get over that fear. You know what I mean? Right. To where I have friends who get that fear, something happens, and then all of a sudden they are in drive mode. Like, I'm not dealing with this fear. We're going past that, you know? So mm-hmm. That's like me um, when it comes down to a haunted house. <laughs> I'd be so scared. I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go through it. <laughs> get so afraid of those things, man. But it, it, it just drives me to... To keep going, so. What do I feel like you scream like a little girl when you're afraid? I do. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I do. High pitch and everything. Else. High pitch. Hands, <laughs> both hands up. <laughs> What's wrong with that, bro? Listen, I before you guys sat down, coincidentally, this was, I'm gonna I'm I'm bring this in, and it's about the cow and the buffalo. I hope. Were you I, feeling that? Yeah, as soon as he said yeah. it, yeah. Were I you was, feeling I that? I was gonna say that too. This was the yeah. previous conversation we had earlier, but when he said that, it triggered. That. Unknowingly, this yeah. is where we at, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm fitting this in now. That's good. So I like it. It, it was a story I lo- I found online, right? And I did a little research to it, and it's, it's valid. True. Yeah. So the difference from a cow and a buffalo, right? So when there's a storm. Both both cow and buffalo could identify before the storm comes in and, mm-hmm. and feel there's a storm coming. Yep. Right? And they both move. They both act, they yeah, both they move. Both take action. They both move, right. The cow goes away. Cows run away from the storm, right? The buffalo run toward the storm. You guys are familiar with the story? Yep. Absolutely. The the buffaloes I, I, I just learned this today. Oh wow. I thought it was really interesting. I wanted to share it. Was so, it the buffalo or bison? Uh, they, or they both? They both similar. Okay, yeah. Okay. They run toward the toward the, the the storm. The storm. Yeah. And the reason of that being is because naturally, instinctively, they understand if I move now toward the storm, we're strong enough to go through that storm. Mm-hmm. But if and I'm going to get through it quicker. We're going to get through mm-hmm. it, yep. or our chances are more likely we're going to get through it. That's right. 
as opposed to the cows, they run away from it. But eventually, the storm always catches up. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're running from it, but they cannot get away from it they're because they're traveling they, with it. Right. They do. The cows don't run left or right. Right. They just run away from the different direction wherever the storm is. That's right. Yeah. So eventually, that storm will catch up. Absolutely. And they will feel the full blunt. Now they they're so weak from running from the storm that when the storm goes through, they're less likely to make it through the storm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the buffalo makes it through because it was so strong. Mm. And are in a sunny area. So their the faith, yeah. if if buffaloes have faith, mm-hmm. they understand if I leave now toward this storm that's coming, not knowing how big this storm is, but we're going to go head on because this is we right now we're at our strongest. That's good. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I told Jimmy you could preach this thing right yeah, here. Yeah, that was yeah. good. And, and this is what I got out of it. It's amazing because you said, "Does the buffalo have faith?" The buffalo has confidence in how he was created. Yes, Ooh. he has confidence that okay, this storm is coming, but I'm going towards it because I wasn't I wasn't created to run away from this. Yep. But we as people, most of the time, we we go the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. We go the opposite way of running into the storms, not knowing that God already gave us the faith to go through the through storm. The storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 before we even go even more a little deeper into this stuff, the definition of faith is not it, it's biblical. It, it's based on God. Yep, you cannot have worldly faith and no. The the proper definition of faith is a firm persuasion or conviction based upon hearing. Yep. Mm. Firm persuasion or conviction based upon hearing. Now, the Bible tells us faith cometh by, by hearing. hearing and by hearing, hearing the, word the Word of, of God. God. Yep. So you're not going to build the right faith on what, separate and apart from the Word of God. Right. What you might build is wishful thinking ah, separate and apart from the Word of God. Okay. So sometimes, like Jimmy was saying, you know, oh, if I lead this job, uh, what, is it faith? Because if it's faith, biblical faith, you heard from God to tell you to move. Mm-hmm. to this other job if it's just wishful thinking you're just looking at oh i can make this amount of money or i can do this mm-hmm. stuff but god didn't tell you to move mm-hmm. so that's just wishful thinking mm-hmm. so we got to make sure that our faith is through the voice of god the word of god mm-hmm. because if he gives you that then you know you can't fail yeah the buffalo already has in his dna i can't fail going through this storm all my chances are 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 stronger if i just face my storm head on but so many times, because of fear, we run away from the storm that is that is there to 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 strengthen us, strengthen us, that's it, to yeah. teach us that lesson. Yeah, yeah I, that was good. I also heard because um, you just brought back something to me. Um, when you get in a state of frustration, that's your spirit telling you that you're not where you should be. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, speaking on that, it's just like I tend to get into a state of frustration because. I know it's like there's more out there for me, mm-hmm. but I'm still like, when is it going to happen? I, I, I still think stuff is supposed to happen on my time and not God's time. That's right. That's why I struggle at mostly when it comes down to faith. It's like, God, I know you told me this, but I'm like, can I have it now? Like, you going to give it to me now? But it's like, nah, it's not when you want it. It's when you're ready for it. Yeah, but how do you find out what it is that God has for you? I think that's when you have an intimate conversation with him and that's going and, you know, digging into your word. Relationship. Your that's yeah, it. Relationship. It's based it's, off of relationship. It is, it is because 
God finds different ways to speak to you. And he will send people to speak to you too. Like Yeah, the, the the worst people sometimes too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Jimmy. <laughs> Dang. Here we go. Round three. <laughs> Round three. Ding ding. No, because that that's funny because um I've been in a situation to where, you know, I was asking God for something and I was at dinner with with the with the guy I used to work with. And we sitting down and we're just talking and I've been praying God all day about something like God, like what's my next direction? What's my next direction? And I'm eating. Some tell me to look up. I look up and on the screen, it was something that I was been praying for. And I'm like, I had to tap him like, bro, you see that? He was like, yeah, bro, I've never seen that commercial ever in my life. I'm like, are you serious? And it's just like, that's crazy. And I knew it was a sign from God. Like, nothing could have told me that that wasn't him talking to me. It wasn't. Like, I'm like, bro, how is that happening at this point in time? I get a feeling to tell me to look up, and it's right on the screen, plain as day. And I'm, I'm like, bro, you see this? He was like, bro, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that commercial. And it was just speaking to me. But that's because I've been in an uh, intimate relationship with him. Like, I know when he's talking to me. I know it. And we have conversation like, that's my homeboy. Like, I talk to God like, hey, bruh, like, I, you need to help me. Like, come on, tighten up now. And I know most people think that's that's wrong, but you got to talk to God in your language, not somebody else's, because he understands your voice. You can't go to God talking like somebody else because he don't, he don't recognize that. Well, there's that, an authenticity that, that needs to take place. That, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and let me jump on that real quick because when I first – when I first came, when I first came into my faith and started understanding uh, my walk, some of those in- intimidations was when I watched how certain people pray, yeah. mm-hmm. how certain people move, and I'm like, I can't do that, man. Yeah. I can't pray like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I can't walk like that. I can't. When you start doing that, you're frustrating yourself, Facts. right? I learned, which would be fear too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah. I learned yeah. because you right because you start. You start putting, because now what you're doing is you're putting, okay, this, oh, that's how it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, like a script almost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not realizing no one's gonna no one's gonna talk to my wife the way I talk to my wife. Yep, that's it right there. No man. one's gonna that talk right to my kids the way I talk to my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mother's not gonna talk to me the way she's not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna speak to my father, up in heaven, the way. I want to speak to mm-hmm. him the way I exactly. feel like we can. Re- and But I don't think that I don't want to change directions here, but I don't feel like that that's really taught a lot no. or, or or where it's understood. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have. Actually, it's in, you need. Let me not say it's okay. You need to have your own personal relationship with God. Correct. Absolutely. You can't share somebody else's experience, somebody else's walk, somebody else's blessings. It doesn't work that way. But when you walk in, you know, it's, I still get like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Once in a blue moon when we do like, you know, <coughs> when we when we gather as prayer, you know, there's always that one, Christian, you're one, that just you pray so strong and you're like, man, because I felt it. I'm like, man, I want to pray like like that, bro. Like, I want my prayer to be like that. Mm. I need to get more of my word. I need to get more. And that's the wrong way to think. I need to get more of my word. 
But my prayer still, they don't care how deep in my word I am. My prayer does not have to sound like wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, and, it, and it shouldn't because the, the way you pray could be way more impactful than the person that right. you're looking at and how they pray. Because you're speaking to God directly. Exactly. And God just wants to understand, what, do you, what okay, what do you need? What do you, talk to me. Mm-hmm. But when I start sounding like Christian, I don't need God looking like Christian. Maybe like, Oh, no, no, no. Imagine if all your kids sounded the same when they came to yes, you. Exactly. All your kids, and be like, yeah. "What is wrong with you? You guys are a bunch of robots!" Like, and it sounds so simple, but yeah. this is something I had to learn. Like, you know, I think I think. Listen, I don't know about you guys, um, because I know you guys. Obviously, I'm way more seasoned, but I don't know if was there, were you guys ever in a point where you felt like, man, that guy prays? Of course. Oh yeah. Of course. And you yeah. felt. Yeah. I don't want to say intimidated, but. I, I can I can actually tell you a story with this. So there was at one point I, I was going to um, a church a while ago, and there was a woman that I would sit next to all the time, and her worship, okay, was, I think I told you this, her worship, she wasn't a singer. She didn't Ooh. do anything. She would have these cowboy boots on, and she would just dance, dance and yell for the Lord. That's all she would do. That was so intimidating to me. Because I'm sitting there, same same concept as you is, Lord, like sh- there's so much freedom in what it is that she's experiencing right now, and I don't have that. I'm still praising the Lord, going, okay, don't lift this hand too high, you know, like looking at other people, yeah. worrying about what it is that I it's look crazy. like, you know. When the Lord's like, hey, I need something authentic through you. I I need right. to know I need to know my son's voice, you know. Right. I need to know my daughter's voice. I don't need to know. Who my son's trying to um, imitate? Yeah, imitate next door, or who my daughter's trying to imitate next door. I need mm-hmm. authenticity here because the only way you can really develop a true relationship is through authenticity. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. can't copy and paste. Absolutely not. We can't yeah. copy and paste somebody else's relationship and then try to apply it. Um, people can model stuff for you. They can inspire you to see, like, uh, when you see somebody pray in a certain way, see the freedom that they pray in, and you're like, "That's what I want. That freedom." But you can't go there and say the same exact words and just, you know, it has to be from your heart. It has to be you. It don't apply to your life. Yeah. yeah well, in, 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 in life now, you can tell when somebody's just going through the motions when they're speaking to you. You can tell when they're not being authentic with right. you. So imagine God, you know. He's like, come on, you're just talking. You're just saying yeah. stuff. You know, I, I really want to hear from your heart. Right. You know, so Almost like you're looking past me. Like yeah. you're not looking to me. You're looking past me, you know. But uh, to touch on um, where we're kind of at as far as the worship, too. It's also so important for you to worship authentically because of the fact that that unlocks worship for other people too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It unlocks a freedom for them too because they're looking at you going, you know, just kind of like what we were all talking about, you know, like, I want that. I want that. That woman dancing in that moment on top of, I love my wife. She is amazing because there's something so much I learned even in worship with her. The freedom that comes from that, I was looking and all I said was, Lord, I want what they have. Mm-hmm. I want exactly what, I don't need what they have as far as their individual worship, but I want that freedom in that worship, mm-hmm. you know? And so that just kind of, the Lord gave me exactly what it was that I wanted. And now on top of that, my daughter is one of the most amazing worshipers, yeah, she you is. know, Yes, she is. Amen. You know, and she's only, she just had a birthday. Happy birthday. She just turned 11. And she, there's so much freedom in her worship. But it's because of the fact that there's this, and even in this church, and I shout out RCO, RCO, I love this church. um, There's so much freedom in worship here. 
mm-hmm. you know, and it unlocks and allows other people to worship freely as well. So you, you gotta you gotta get to a point to where nothing else matter. Like I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. That's how I live my life daily. Yeah. And when it comes down to praise and worship, like I, mean, I, I don't care if you look at me a certain way, but this is how I'm building my life with God. Like you can't bro, be afraid. I can't, bro. Mm-hmm. I, like, bro, this, we talking about my life here. We talking about salvation. Like, bro, you think I'm gonna care about what you think about me? No, nah, bro, I, I got somewhere to be. I'm, I'm trying to get to heaven, dog. Yeah. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna let this all out, bro. Like, well, let's put it into this. Let's put it into this um, um, way of looking at it. I guess you're worshiping to the Lord, the God of the cosmos. Okay, we're not talking about. You know, just some little bitty, itty, you know, whatever. We're talking about the God of the cosmos. Your worship should be so big. And the same God of this cosmos loves you, loves each and every one of you individually, you know? So there's something that's so big about that. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, I don't know, um, there's so many good points that, that we... Um, that we, you know, that was brought up. It's, it's just, I wanted, I want to also bring up. I want actually, I wanted to ask, Ron, what do you, do you? Because I know I got with Christian, but do you have? What is your fear, if you have one? My, my, like, it's crazy you ask this because I was, I was literally talking to myself a few days ago, and I asked myself, what am I afraid of? And my something that came to mind was not living out my purpose. I'm afraid of that. Failure. Failure. I can agree with you on that one. Ah, uh, yeah, percent. Yeah, that right there, man. I was like, bro, I don't wanna, I don't wanna leave here without living out my purpose, bro. That stuff right there is, I don't know, it scares me because I know a lot of people, you know, tarnish without living out their purpose. Yeah. And I'm like. I don't want to. I want to do that. And that would be fear. That would be yeah, exactly. you know, stepping outside the box. And mm-hmm. and and do you feel like you would let some other, uh, or is it just you, as far as letting someone down? I think I would let a lot of people down, because I, I think I something that's inside of me. I think is going to lock a lot of things for other people mm-hmm. that's around me. I agree that because your purpose is wrapped around other people. <clears throat> Yeah. Like it, it, you unlock certain things, and that's for everybody within the body of Christ. God gives you a gift and gives you a purpose. It's not always about you. It's for somebody else to experience that gift and that mm-hmm. purpose that He put in you. And I can relate that, relate to that completely. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to leave here knowing I left something behind mm-hmm. that I was supposed to accomplish for here only. And I think it was the, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe said the richest place on earth is in the graveyard. In the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So many people that died with great ideas, inventions, cures, all this other stuff, but for whatever reason, maybe they didn't have someone to draw that purpose or show them, or just the fear of failure. Mm. That fear of failure can cripple you. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. What, if, what if I fail? But you failed already by not even trying. Yeah. And especially if it's a God-given, a God-given instruction, you can't fail. Yep. So for those that are listening and you know you heard from God and he told you what to do, yep. Just go ahead and do it. Do it. Noah was told to do something that no one in the world ever seen. He said, build an ark. No one even knew what rain was. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, tra- Not only tra- that, faith. think about how many people walked by Noah yes. trying to deter him yeah. from the voice that he heard on yeah. what God told him to do. Yeah. And we can bring that back to, to, to worship. Yeah. 
You know, sometimes, we, especially on early in our walk, we're afraid to lift up our hands, lift up our voice because of the fear of what other people might, who's looking at me. Yeah. Listen, if you're truly worshiping, you don't got time to look at somebody yeah, else. Yeah, audience but, of one. That's but it. that's an ultimate act of faith, though, because what, are we, what we're worshiping, we can't even see in front of us right now. Yeah. We're yeah. worshiping a God that's, that we know he's in the room, even though we don't see him. Yeah. And we still do it. So that's faith right there. Amen. That's faith to, Amen. to do that. So, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that around there. But even in our worship, fear, a lot of times what hinders, the biggest fear that I see people having is what other people might think of me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, so we're, we're talking about fear and, and we're talking about, you know, eliminating the fear um, or not letting the fear, you know, per se drive us, but faith, we need to make that faith stronger, you mm-hmm. know? And, and like you were saying earlier, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the, the word, word of the Lord. Lord. Yeah, so it it shows that, Spending time in the Word is a key element too. Correct. You know, to to knock all that additional stuff mm-hmm. out. The more time that we spend with the Lord, fear is not even really a factor. Mm-hmm. You know, no. don't get me wrong; it, it still has moments where it creeps in. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's human. We're human. But the more time that you spend with the Lord, the fear kind of pushes its way out a little bit more. You know, no, yeah. definitely. Faith is um, it's like a muscle. Powerful. It's a muscle. You got to continuously work it if you want it to grow. Yeah. If you don't use it. And you it, go from faith to faith. That means it exactly. increases. Exactly. So you got to get your reps up when you're talking about faith. Man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God gives you a situation every day yeah. where you got to use it or lose it. And no. there, there's a powerful verse, too, in the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. Yeah. Come on, man. Without it, it's impossible to please him. Come on. So he wants you to walk out in faith. He yeah. wants because he knows if you're walking out in faith, that means you have relationship with him because you're hearing his word. Yeah. And then when you walk in faith, man, this is so good. You letting him know that I'm not in control no more. You are I'm trusting you. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we, I heard this saying a lot. Jesus, take the wheel. Mm-hmm. But how many of us lives our life, live our lives like that when Jesus actually takes the wheel? Mm-hmm. So he wants you to walk in that faith. He's telling you, like, no, I got it. I need you to have faith and, and trust in what I got for you. So, look, when you walk in faith, that means you remove your your yourself, your emotions, and, and how you feel about it, and you put it on him, and he takes that for you. He mm-hmm. takes the rest of it. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, you just hit me. Well, That's think about good. it, too. The idea of faith is, <clears throat> and we all get caught up in this, the idea of faith and the victory that comes, you know, with faith on a situation or whatever, we always think in our mind that we know exactly how it's supposed to play out. And the Lord doesn't always play out exactly how we expect Correct. it to. Mm-hmm. There might be something completely different. The victory is still there. The faith is still there. But the second that we think that it's not turning into the direction that we wanted it or thought about it, you know, going, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the faith is like, well, wait a minute. This isn't how we were expecting it to happen, even though the victory is still there. The victory is still there, you know, kind of like what you were talking about one day about building something, you know, and, and the victory in building this, uh, I don't know, let's say desk or whatever. And you're expecting the desk just to show up when the Lord handed you the wood, the nails, the glue, the everything that you needed for it in the beginning. So the victory and the faith is still there. It just didn't show up the exact way that maybe in our mind we expected it to happen. Or, or I know I, yeah, I did speak on that. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to um, touch up on that. What I, how I said it, cause okay. I, I heard it back a while back. Mm-hmm. What I what I intended to say was, 
sometimes God will, like you said, deliver that, right? Right. And for me, it'll come in that Ikea special where it's all... (laughs) (laughs) It's all beautiful. Right. Where it's all... You have to build it, right? Mm -hmm. But then your neighbor or somebody next to you, you notice God gave it to them full. Right? So now you start doubting it. You know, you're looking at his plate and you're like, well, why did he get that already built? (laughs) Why do I have to build mine, you know? But... For his purpose could be what he's planning to do with it. God already has that ordained. Like, no, you're this is you're not building it. I need you to do this with it, yep. right? For me, my lane, God can say, no, I need you to build this because your lesson's going to come in building. I need process. you to learn something. I need you. This. I need you to under appreciate this That's process. Good, but I'm so busy looking at somebody else's complete non-Kia. <laughs> yeah. product yeah. that's already built and I'm already you're already allowing you know you're questioning the faith mm-hmm. you're questioning the, the the whole process of and, it and the crazy part about like what you just said you see the finished product of what your neighbor got but you don't know the past that he probably had the same situation you had. What he went he, through. Mm-hmm. What he went through, and he probably had to put it together, and now it was his time to reap the benefits of what he went through. Mm-hmm. And now God already gave him gave it to him put together. So it's like sometimes when you have those lessons of putting something together, there's something that you need to take away from it. Because I truly believe if you don't pick up what God has uh, given you, he's going to keep bringing it back to you until you pick up that lesson. Yeah. And once you get that lesson, now I can gradually give you something else because you've learned from this situation. So you learning how to build that, the next time this situation comes, it's going to come already put together for you because you're like, my son Jimmy already knows what to do with it. So now he don't have to go through the hardship of it because you, you've learned from putting this stuff together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Think about it. Okay, so <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Bible verse, Matthew eleven twenty nine. We always read the first part, right? But we always forget about the second part. So New King James Version says, take my yoke upon you. Okay? So the burden is the Lord's helping you out with. But it also says, and learn from me. Okay? So there's this moment of blessing or there's this moment of where the Lord's assisting you. Or the, sorry, the Lord's removing it from you in reality because he's helping you with the situation. But the Lord says, but you need to learn. You, there's things that you need to learn, you know, in, in this. So I think that sometimes those blessings are our moments, like you guys said, of learning. You know, we, we have to learn in them. That's what builds us. That's what makes us, uh, gives us testimony. That's right. Gives us, you know, um, um, different things to talk to others about. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. And so... F- Go ahead. Ahead. No, you go. No, I was just going to say right. final thoughts. Oh, final, perfect. Final thoughts. Um, a tool, a tool for people because, um, Jimmy, you said something that, you know, sometimes we do fear because the decision or what God's calling us to do doesn't only affect us. Yeah. It affects someone else. So my thing is, because even I'm going through that right now. You know, guys, I'm trying to transition out of working and just be only ministry. Yeah, right. Um, and and it's some of those things creep in. It's like, hey, I won't have health benefits for the kids. I won't have these certain things. Uh, but when you inform the family of the vision, of the, what the direction God wants you to go in, and inform them ahead of time, things might look a little different yeah. right now. But it'll get back to where it was yes, in it the will. long run. Yeah. When everybody buys into it and they see the vision, because us as men especially are supposed to lead the house through vision, yeah. through faith, through all these things. If you lay out to them say, listen, things might look a little different for a little bit here. We might have to sacrifice some things, 
But at the end, we're going to be in a greater place than where we are now. Yeah. We're going to have to cut back a little bit to go forward in That's the good. bigger picture. Yeah. Prune. So, so I say just communicate. Communicate with your family. If God's calling you to step out somewhere that you know it's going to affect the whole family, communicate with them. This is what the Lord spoke to me. Build that faith. Build that trust that they know you hear from the Lord and keep your family moving. Tell me to go communicate. Amen. Amen. Like my, my final, final thoughts is it's okay to fear. But don't allow the fear to overcome your faith. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think Ron nailed it. As long as you're moving forward, you're not allowing the fear to put you to that stop point where you're just. That's where you're consuming. Yeah. You know, that's that's what you. That's your focus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like so, that. My my final my final way of looking at it as is whatever it is that's in front of you that you are afraid of. Okay, understand that our God, my God, is so much bigger <laughs> than what it is that I'm standing in front of. So and you only need a mustard, mustard, mustard seed, seed. seed. faith. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, this is good, man. This is good. Real good. It's real good. Man. Let me drop one more verse. Here we go. Oh, come on. Let's one go. more verse, because it says, you know, Second Timothy one seven says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear." And you're right, Jim. We're going to have those moments of fear. But when you have a spirit of fear, that's all you operate under. Yeah. Exactly. It controls you. Consumes you. Yes. Yeah. So once we have a little bit of fear come in and that thought comes in, we can go to this tool right here. Amen. This is a key to a kingdom right here. Amen. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Amen. Love and self-control. Some Amen. versions say sound mind. Mm. So when we're operating in fear, we don't have that sound mind. Mm. You know, so we had to have that self-control and know that God has created us to overcome any fear that we have, and that's power. Uh, that's, that's good. That's drop the mic. Good. Come on, drop the mic, man. Come <laughs> Don't on, actually. I'll make a lot of noise. It's so dope, man, to see the different areas that we all are are in when it comes down to certain you know topics and we talk about yeah. fear and all that. Like, I feel like, bro, I don't. Fear don't live here, bro. Like I don't care about it. I'm gonna do it. Let's let's get it on and popping. But you know, to somebody else, it, it may be stopping them from from growing. So I'm just like, man, this is dope, man. Because this is gonna. I think this somebody hearing this is gonna move them from fear to the faith. That's right. Amen. And Amen. that's gonna be so powerful. Because when you start moving like that, bro, you become unstoppable. Listen, even this podcast. If we moved in fear on on. What we, this you know, fear about a topic, we may not be reaching someone that sh that needed to hear that topic. Yeah, this right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, fear could come in so so many ways. Mm -hmm. um, but th for me personally, this is important. Where we need to have faith in these topics and and understand that this is for a purpose. This is reaching out to somebody that needs to hear it. You know, and even in our funny moments, we all need that. You know, yeah. we all need to laugh. We all need to have. The diversity of it, you know. So I think every topic should should be uh, talked about. Period. Yeah, of course. We man. told Ron a couple of times, let's do Black History Month. We passed that a month ago. Mm -hmm. You're a month late, buddy. Dang. I'm not gonna say that because we on this podcast. But okay, Jimmy, you won. <laughs> you're, you're a great guy. You're a great. But guy. we're gonna wrap it up. This was good. That's um, real good. Thank um, you for listening. Uncle Ted approved. Uncle Ted. Kick fear in the rear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. It's definitely been good. Listen up on all podcast forums uh, as well. Listen to or check out all of our social media. Uh, TikTok. Ticky, ticky. TikTok. Um, Instagram and Facebook. Listen, y'all. Have a great night.
Peace. Hey, if y'all got any concerns, man, y'all write Jimmy, not me. <laughs> That's going to get blurred out. <laughs>